Blog Talk Radio.
for coming and going to the cross and giving up your life for us. You died that we could live. We're grateful. We're grateful, Holy Spirit. Where would we be without you? And how can we come home if we neglect you? So we give you praise, Father. We give you all the glory and the honor because you are truly magnificent and you're the greatest of them all. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we're still growing. We're still learning, and we're doing better than we were doing before. Amen. Amen. But we still have those potholes and pitfalls that we, even though we've gone over that road a couple of times before, we have a tendency to fall back into. We come before you repenting of doing it one more time and two more times and three more times, and four more times, and however many it was. Yes, we know that was wrong. We acknowledge the truth before you. No, we're not going to blame the devil because you taught us better. We're not going to blame the devil because he's only doing what he does. You taught us better. Help us to remember what you taught us. Help us, Lord, at the moment of temptation to reach back into the annals of all the things you've taught us and pull forth the truth that we know is ours. Help us to act on it, because that's really what matters, acting on the truth that you've given us. So we repent of all the times we didn't do that and all the times we could have and should have, but we failed to. We thank you for your ever-flowing mercy toward us. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you, Jesus Christ, for paying the price for us to get forgiven. No, we are not deserving, but you are merciful. You are forgiving. You are love. Forgive us, Lord, for every time we substituted something else in place of you for love. We put something else in the place that only you deserve. Forgive us, Lord. Help us to do better. This is a new year to us, and we aim to please you. So we thank you for the grace that you're imparting to us now. We thank you for the truth that you're stirring in our spirit. We thank you for the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. Your grace is great, and we need it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Now, everyone, you have some words individually to say to the Lord. Now is a great time to do that. You may begin. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. Amen. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. You know, saints, it's a good thing to be able to get right with God. It's a very good thing. It's a blessing that we should not take for granted. The ability, the power, the strength, the opportunity to get right with God. None of us knows when we will exit this life. None of us. So I encourage you with every opportunity to get right with God. Amen? We never know when we come to the end of our journey here. So I want to encourage you to get right with God. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As some of you know, or most of you know, at the beginning of our worship service, we celebrate Holy Communion. We celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because our every breath is dependent on it, to tell you the truth. If he had not, we would not be here. If he had not come, we would not be here. So we celebrate his victory at every opportunity, but especially with the body of Christ. Amen? The cup of blessing, which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, Thank you, Lord. He broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. For as often 
as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep or are dead. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. I want to thank each of you for displaying your love for the brethren in the greeting card. Amen? The Bible says we know we pass from death to life when we have love for the brethren. Amen? Amen. Amen. And love feels good. Amen? When you're going through something, it feels good to know that you're loved. Yes, you know God loves you, and that's important to you. But when there is the sharing of precious words, and a signature behind it from somebody you may never have seen yet, but you know one day you will, it makes a difference. There's a very warm place in your heart that you'll never forget. Amen? Amen. So I want to thank you for participating in that love offering. Yes, that's what that is. That's a love offering. It's the offering of love to the body of Christ. It's the offering of love to the brethren. Amen? Amen. So I want to thank you for obeying the scriptures and obeying the Lord and doing what you know to be right. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord forevermore. It's a great day in the kingdom, saints. It's a great day. It's a great day in the kingdom. Something's about to change. Something is about to change. And it's changing for our benefit. There's something coming that we weren't expecting. It's the grace of God to us. There's something coming that we weren't expecting, but nonetheless, we're going to thank the Lord for it. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, God gives all kinds of wonderful surprises. He has lots of them. And some of us got to look at some of it in the chat room not too long ago. We got to have a surprise. God has great surprises. Now, if you miss that surprise, 
you should have been paying attention. Amen. Because it was a pretty surprise. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I'm glad that some of you wrote me and told me that you enjoyed it so very much. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Amen. Heavenly Father, you are gentle, kind, and plenteous in mercy. Thank you for giving us gentleness as a fruit of your Holy Spirit. As your servants, Lord, we will endeavor to walk in the fruit of gentleness as a fruit of your spirit toward all others. With your help, we will exhibit the quality. That means somebody else can tell that we've got it. Of gentleness through patience, meekness, and kindness at all times. Show us how, Father, to be clothed with tender mercy, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, and forgiveness, so that we will walk in gentleness faithfully, not just sporadically. Amen. Amen. As we learn to walk in gentleness, O God, we will put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and we will let your peace rule in our hearts. And we will be thankful. Yes, we will. Your fruit of love is the source and foundation of all gentleness in our lives. So we will allow your word to dwell richly within us in all wisdom, gentleness, and truth. With your help, Lord, we will do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to you through Christ. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <sighs> Amen. That was some good communion, wasn't it? Amen. Well, today we're going to talk about peace. Peace? Yes. We're going to talk about peace for a few minutes. We're, go- we're going to talk about it. We're going to learn some things about ourselves that we've seen ourselves do, and God wants to remind us that that's not carrying forward into this year. Amen? It's, it's a part of the past, not a part of our present or our future. And then there's some other things. Amen? So, Pastor, what do you want to say about peace? Well, Peace is the absence of inner conflict and turmoil. I know there are other definitions, but that's not the, those aren't the ones we're using today. We're using this one. Peace is the absence of inner conflict and turmoil. 
conflict and turmoil mm -hmm, on the inside. That's what we're talking about. No, we are not discussing world peace. That's another day. Today, we're going to talk about what's inside of us. Amen? Well, an inner battle can be quite devastating to us if we do not allow the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us. An inner battle can be quite devastating to us if we do not allow the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us. We become victims to our own emotions and to our own point of view. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what's ha what happens. Our concentrated focus on situations, whether they are past, present, or future, many times overly influences our emotions. And we're the ones who allow it to happen. Amen. Say. Listen, listen, listen. If you overanalyze, overevaluate, throw tantrums, and continually dwell on the injustices done to you, your heart will become chaotic. If you dwell, overanalyze, overevaluate, keep throwing those same old tantrums on the injustices done to you, your heart will become chaotic. Yes, if you keep harping on it, you will get the worst end of the matter. Well, how could that happen, Pastor? They did something to me. I'm about to explain. Mm -hmm. When your heart becomes chaotic, you have difficulty maintaining your focus. When your heart becomes chaotic, you have difficulty maintaining your focus. You may well start the day thinking of matters that you need to give your attention to. And before you realize it, you hear yourself rehashing the chaos. It's churning in you over and over and over and over again, like a cement mixer. It just keeps rolling over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it doesn't just stop. That's what happens. Someone can say to you, well, just give it to the Lord and he'll take care of it. But this will not phase you at all. Why? 
faze me because you have allowed yourself to become embroiled in the issue. You're right in the middle of it still, throwing punches, telling you a piece of my mind. Saints, you need to keep your mind. It's important. Embroiled, yes. Thrown into chaos, disorder, and confusion. In fact, you become so entangled that you can't free yourself to consider the matter objectively. A third party will show up to say, well, what about this? But you can't really hear that because you're so embroiled in the struggle. You're still fighting. You're in the boxing ring. You're ducking, you're dancing, and you're throwing punches. You're doing the one-two socket to you, headed for a technical knockout. And you won't stop either. You just keep at it. You go to sleep, get up, and go right back at it again. The fight is on, and you're not going to stop till somebody's dead. Well, saints, God has come to help you today. See how good he is? He's come to help you. He knows what the problem is. Yes, you become entangled, hooked, incriminately occupied, and trapped. Trapped. You can't get your hands out the cage now anyway. Mm-hmm. You wrestle to defend yourself to yourself. Yes, saints, you drag yourself deeper into trouble, then you just keep doing it. You just keep it going. You're not going to stop for nothing. The bell can ring as many times as it wants, but you're not leaving the ring. You're not retiring to any corner to take a break. Nope. You're in it for the long haul. Your thoughts, your emotions, your heart is on a rotisserie, and you're caught up in the flame. When someone or something interrupts your tour of chaos, you often snap at them. Well, it seems that ought to get your attention, but it doesn't. They have nothing to do with your inner war, but they certainly feel the effects of it. Then later on, you feel guilty, and then it just starts all over again. Saints, when this happens to us, our minds will become fragmented. 
When this happens to us, our attitudes will become critical and judgmental. Yes, fragmented, broken in pieces, and we start to forget simple things which are customary to us. However, saints, the fruit of God's spirit within us is peace. And if you'll join me in Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse 22, we'll take a look at that. Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse 22. Galatians starts with a G. Amen. Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of God's Spirit is love, joy, peace. The fruit of God's Spirit is peace. Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such, there is no law. Peace. There's no law against peace. None. None whatsoever. You see, saints, the presence of the Holy Spirit brings peace. Peace on earth, God's will toward man. The entrance of God's Spirit brings peace. When you, okay, repeat after pastor, when I obey the Holy Spirit instructions, a calmness will enter my spirit. Let's try that again. When I obey the Holy Spirit instruction, a calmness will enter my spirit. Very good. Very good, church. The greatest warfare that you will ever experience in your life is God the Holy Spirit versus your flesh, yourself, and your carnal mind. The battle's on. God doesn't lose battles, you know. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 17. You're actually already there. Galatians chapter 5, verse 17. Ah, verse 17. For the flesh, say my flesh, lusteth against the spirit. And the Holy Spirit against my flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that I cannot do 
the things that I would. You would go marching down them, telling them what for. But you see, you've been crucified with Christ, and you can't get down off that cross yet. You would have punched him in the nose. But your hands have been nailed with Christ. You can't get down. You wanted to go to the party and do what everybody else was doing. But you just couldn't. You couldn't bring yourself to do that. And some other things pastor isn't going to mention in church. You fill in your own blanks. Amen? Amen. There's some people you've wanted to tell what for, when to, how to, and what to do once they arrive. But God just wouldn't let you. See, he has a hold on you. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You can't do what you would have done. So if you thought what you did was bad, be grateful that it wasn't what you really would have done. That's a place for gratitude. If you think, and it was, what you did was absolutely awful and despicable, try to imagine what you would have done without the Holy Spirit. You might have ended up in jail. Amen? Amen. So, we have something, even in the middle of a mess, to be thankful for, don't we? Amen. Praise the Lord. When we persist in chaos and confusion, we propel ourselves into the breakdown, disintegration, and collapse of normal thought, behavior, and social relationships. That's what we do. No, we're too, we're too hot-headed at the moment to realize that's what we're doing, but that's what we're doing. God has designed wholeness for us, not fragmented mind. We're supposed to be single-minded for Christ. Well, how can you be single-minded for Christ with a fragmented mind? What does fragmented look like? Okay. Take a plate that's china or ceramic, not the kind Brother Bill uses. That won't work. And then take a big old hammer and beat it to pieces. That's fragmented. Amen? You get the picture. You get the picture. You know, like when you have peanut brittle and you're ready to get into it, you find something to bang on it till it breaks up into all the pieces you want. You got the picture. Mm-hmm. That's what you do to yourself. That's not good. That's not Christ-like. See, you have to love yourself. And when you love yourself, you don't treat yourself like that. It's bad enough that what you've done 
Jesus on the cross. And he had to bleed. I don't mean like a finger cut. I mean bleed, blood gushing out of his body because of what you did. And then on top of that, you decide to turn and attack yourself. That's not right. That's not right. You're still in violation of a scripture. So that means you can't love your neighbor because you're not loving yourself. Amen? When we permit and allow the leadership of God the Holy Spirit in our lives, we will enter the most remarkable and unforgettable season of calm and inner peace beyond what you could imagine. When we permit and allow the leadership of God the Holy Spirit in our lives, we will enter the most remarkable and unforgettable season of calm and inner peace beyond what you could imagine. Okay, Holy Spirit, we'll go there. We'll go there. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, my imagination, my intellect, my personality. He restoreth my soul. That's your promise, say. Don't let go of that. The scripture encourages us to refuse to allow our hearts to be troubled, nor are we to allow our hearts to dwell in fear. That's an absolute no. Our hearts can't go around dwelling in fear. There's no fear in Jesus. We can't allow that. We must learn to obey. Amen? Amen. Man cannot give us this peace. It doesn't matter who's in Congress or who's in Parliament or who's in the Supreme Court or any place else. Man can't give us this peace. Popularity and recognition does not create this kind of peace. Achievement does not give us this peace. Wealth cannot produce this kind of peace. 
I don't care if all your bills get paid off in one second. No, you got another problem right behind. A loving mate does not produce this kind of peace. Because sooner or later they're going to do something else to annoy you, and you know it's the truth. That cannot be substituted for this kind of peace. So you may as well stop trying. Amen. Drugs and alcohol cannot cover up for the lack of this peace. It just tells everybody that you don't have it. Okay, so there's ways to, to advertise who you really are. Mm-hmm. You just think nobody's paying attention, but that's not so. The presence of the Holy Spirit allows for this kind of peace. The world does not have this kind of peace because the world does not know him. The answers and solutions to all of your prayer requests does not necessarily give this kind of peace. This kind of peace is exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. How? According to the power that worketh in us. That's when I got to the it's electric part. Okay. I know you don't know what that was about. I have to tell you about that later. On with the sermon. <laughs> this kind of peace is an uncommon peace. Let's visit Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7. And the peace of God, the peace of God, yes, it does not say world peace. I don't care how many beauty contestants stood there and told that lie and said, world peace. No. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus, if you allow it to. Amen. Amen. You see, you have before you an open door. You can walk through that door into the peace of God, or you can stay where you are like a calf at a new gate going, I don't know if I want to do that yet. I'm not finished punching you know who out. Yes, I know. I know. I know, I know, I know that we need to grow up. (laughs) When we focus on the Holy Spirit, our minds become submerged 
in the mind of Christ. Hmm. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 6. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So you know when you're operating out of your carnal mind. Why? Because you're not acting like Jesus is Lord. You know when you're operating out of your carnal mind because you're not seeking Jesus to get you out of the mess you got yourself into. You're just boiling over with it. That's what you're doing. You're frothing over with it, just everywhere. People say good morning to you. And they look like, well, all I said was good morning. Where's the problem here? I don't get it. You know, somebody says, have a nice day. <laughs> what on earth is that? I don't know, but let's leave it alone. <laughs> you know when you're like that, you want to call it a mood. God calls it sin. You, I'm just in one of my moods. No, you're just in the flesh and in sin. Come on. You know the right terminology. Let's use it. You have control. You have the spirit of God in you. You have power, dominion, and authority over your moods, don't you? Mm-hmm. But do you exercise it when you should? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But we're going to become more consistent about this, aren't we, church? Yes. I told you, Lord, they're going to get better. You know, (laughs) sometimes it comes slowly, but it comes. Amen? You know you're in your carnal mind. When you're still telling the Lord, but they did this, and they did that, and they said this, and they said that, and look at how they treated me. Okay. (laughs) All right. He knew about it before the foundation of the world, okay? You're the one just catching up. He knew they were going to do it. This was your little test to see if you were going to walk in love. And that love has a lot of peace with it. Okay, you didn't do it right, but the next time you're going to do it right, right? Amen. You're going to walk in peace. Yes, Lord. You're going to do what we've taught you to do. You're going to take authority, dominion, and power over your own carnal mind. And you're going to tell it, 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, aren't you? You're going to cast down those imaginations. Yes, you are. And all those high things, you know, 
And she said that, but he said that. Well, I got this to say. You know what I mean. And look at what they did. They judged me. And da 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 and on and on and on, and it just keeps rolling. And the devils are sitting there clapping. Yay! She's all embroiled in it. Please stop giving them popcorn. They need to go to someplace else. That's right. We're going to stop doing that. We're not ever going to do it again, are we, church? Boy, that sounded weak, Lord. Let's try that one again. Okay. We're not going to do that anymore, church, are we? We're never going to do that again, are we? No. Oh, see, Lord, it did get better. I knew it would happen. <sighs> so. When we focus on the Holy Spirit, who happens to be the comforter. Did you remember that about him? He's the comforter. When we're in distress, we just call out Holy Spirit. I need comfort. I'm in distress. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Lord, they forgot that part. Okay. When we focus on the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, the storm begins to settle in our mind. But we have to decide to shift our focus. Isaiah chapter 28, verse 12. Isaiah chapter 28, verse 12. Isaiah. Why am I laughing? Well, I'll tell you in just a minute. Isaiah. While you're going to Isaiah, I'm going someplace else. I'll meet you there in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jesus loves us. Yes, Jesus loves us. Yes, Jesus loves us. For the Bible tells us so. Ah, mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yes, Jesus loves us. Yes, Jesus loves us. Yes, Jesus loves us. For the Bible tells us so. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Let's 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 talk about singing too. So in Isaiah, let me hop back over to Isaiah right quick. Isaiah. Chapter 28, verse 12. 
To whom he said, this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing. Okay, God's giving the answer. Yet they would not hear. That's bad. Yes, that's, that's, that's very bad. That is terrible. That is terrible. Because the Bible says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. We talked about that the other day, didn't we? For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his natural face in a glass or a mirror. For he beholdeth himself, goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. I looked at my sin when Pastor was preaching, but the minute we got off the air, I, I, I wanted to have pizza and I forgot. <sighs> Well, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. And here it comes. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Ooh. You mean I can't just let spew out of my mouth whatever I, I, I want to spew out of my mouth, Lord? I, I can't just say whatever I want to say, even if nobody's there to hear it but you, me, and the demon and the angel? Well, he says this. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in words, the same is a perfect man and able to bridle the whole body. Ah, behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships which though they be great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithsoever the governor lifts it. Really? I'm in control of this, Lord? Mm-hmm. How is that so? Even so the tongue is a little member and boasts this great thing. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil and full of deadly poisoning. 
Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things are not so to be. Hmm. Hmm. You mean I have a choice between remaining embroiled by what boils out of my mouth and my thoughts and my heart. I can either enter into the rest of God, even if I have to take this road. So I can get my tongue under control. Or if I take this road, all the blood of Jesus, it washes white as snow. We've got avenues to use that are simple to use, aren't they? We already know how to do this. Or if I say, let the peace of God dwell in me richly, we've got avenues to use. So this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. Let's go this way. Yes, this is the rest which is promised to us. This is the refreshing that we need. Each of us should choose to focus more on the Holy Spirit. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 26. Verse 3, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. Really? You mean the solution is in the Bible, Pastor? Uh-huh, sure do. It was there before you were born. Amen? When we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, when we decide to follow him, he will give us discernment regarding relationships. Mm-hmm. Some are contentious. They are often causing argument or disagreement. Some relationships exhibit a perverse and wearisome tendency to quarrels and disputes. Their fault-finding words create a climate of conflict, anger, and cynicism. 
they feel compelled to explain, to defend, to convince, to convict, or just to have the last word. Well, they make simple conversation a rivalry. Second mm. Timothy chapter three verse five. Second Timothy chapter three verse five. But they are Christians. Mm-hmm. I heard that. Second Timothy chapter three verse five. Second Timothy chapter. In 3 verse 5 Having a form of godliness Yes they go to church Whenever they feel like it But denying the power thereof From such turn away They're flicking through the channels on the TV And if it happens to be somebody Saying a phrase or something that they think of They listen for two minutes And as far as they're concerned They've been to church you get it? Got it. You understand how that works, don't you? Mark people who carry a spirit of debate and strife. When the Holy Spirit is in the leadership, instead of your carnal thoughts, you will discern such people quickly. Amen? Second Timothy chapter two verse twenty three. Second Timothy chapter two verse twenty three. Second Timothy chapter two verse twenty three. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid. A V O I D avoid. Well, why is your Bible black? Well, because that's the color of the ink they were using at the publisher. Question was dumb. Answer was equally dumb. (laughs) Okay? You get it? Don't try to give them a rational, intelligent, well-thought-out, examined answer. They're not going to receive that. Okay. Well, all these people Bibles are black. Well, that was because the devil tried to get inside and he couldn't, so he just jumped on the outside. See how much sense that made? Okay. You got the point? Know who you're talking to. Romans chapter 14, verse 19. Romans chapter 14, verse 19. Romans chapter 14, verse 19. Thank you. I just saw movement. Romans chapter 14, you don't have to open. Verse 19. Okay, got it. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace. 
So what do you do in those situations? You do the things which make for peace. You, Y-O-U, say that's me, should do the things which make for peace. And the things wherewith one may edify another. Okay, I'll let you learn that by next week. <laughs> okay, we'll just roll with it like that. Uh-huh. When the Holy Spirit is in leadership and not our carnal mind, he will increase our patience. Yes, it's possible to increase your patience. Amen. Yes, the fruit of his presence. This patience brings peace in a social or business setting as well. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we tend to blame others for the climate of battle. Well, I didn't have anything to do with it. She started the whole thing because she said, you know. So let's be truthful, okay? Battle requires two or more. If you refuse to participate, regardless of their provocation, the war cannot continue. Ah, yes. And it did it again, Jesus. I'm going to pop this computer. Joe, <laughs> it did it again. It did not want to put this scripture in. You wouldn't. You just wouldn't believe what I go through sometimes. <laughs> but it's okay. I know the devil doesn't want you to hear this, and I'm going to do it anyway. It did it again. I'm going to Job chapter 13, by the way. Job chapter 13, verse 5. Amen. Job chapter 13, verse 5. Job, J-O-B, chapter 13. It's before Psalm, verse 5. Oh, that ye would all together hold your peace. It should be your wisdom. Amen? It should be your wisdom. Amen? Proverbs. Chapter 26, Proverbs chapter 26, beginning with verse 20. Proverbs chapter 26, beginning with verse 20. Proverbs chapter 26, beginning with verse 20. Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tail-bearer, the strife ceases. As coals are to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. You got it? Coals on burning coals heat up and light 
the coals that aren't burning yet. That's what you do in a barbecue. You put the coals around, and then you got some that you had in the chimney that are already burning coals. You drop them in, and they continue to burn, and then they light up the coals that weren't even burning. Wood to fire. Throw it in there. It'll burn. So is a contentious man to kindle strife. If you're around a contentious person sooner or later, that mouth is going to open and they're going to start some foolishness. They're going to start some strife. And if you want to be their friend, that spirit's going to come into you. Get it? If you want to be their friend and their buddy, that spirit is going to enter you. See, Pastor keeps saying at the end of the day, disconnect, 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 disconnect. And you go, yes, Pastor. Okay, well, all that strife came from somewhere. Amen. Someone has to choose to close their mouths to end the argument. Someone. Do you need to be elected to that post, or do you know it's already yours? When the Holy Spirit is in leadership and not our carnal minds, he will give us the courage and the strength to withdraw from the company of foolish people. Yes, he will do that. This obedience to the will of God will increase your peace. Amen? Proverbs chapter 14, verse 7. 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 Go. Those are your instructions. Go. Go from the presence of a foolish man. So you became a Christian? Well, there are some people you can't date and you can't be friends with. Why? Go from the presence of a foolish man. Simple enough. When thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. Failure to do this will be detrimental to you. Amen. Let me tell you of an experience which many of us have had. At the gathering, everyone was happy and cheerful. Then one person in the party began to complain. They just have to tell the whole unpleasant matter. Soon thereafter, everyone in the group is sharing their own unpleasant experience too. And then the entire act 
atmosphere changes. The happiness and joy leave, and pessimism and despondency move in. Each of us must decide to become a wall or a door. We can choose to become a wall against discouragement and pessimism. Or we can be a door for others to walk into the presence of the Lord. Hmm. Yes, there are times when we must discard passivity to become a wall against things that are unholy, unrighteous, and that brings fear or unhappiness. God did not call you to be a wallflower. He did not. He did not call you. You have no calling in the scriptures to be a wallflower. None. Neither are you wallpaper, okay? You have an active part in life and what goes on. And there have been times when you could have spoken up with just a small, cheerful word to change the atmosphere, but you decided you were just going to stand there with your lips pressed together. Well, repentance is available, praise the Lord. Amen. You just didn't want to get in. You didn't want to say all you had to do was yield to the Holy Spirit. That's all you had to do. You could have changed the subject, and it would have changed the atmosphere. Why? Because the Holy Spirit lives in you. And when you open your mouth in agreement with him, things change. That's why you're told to speak to your atmosphere. That's why you come to church. That's one of the benefits of praising the Lord. You open your mouth, you speak to the atmosphere, and whatever knocks God's got to go. You have the ability to do that. You've been preached to over and over to speak forth the word. Mm -hmm. You've also been told to play the word over yourself wherever you are as much as you can. Why? to keep it rolling in your thoughts and in your mind. So whenever you need to just grab a scripture, you got it and you're ready. Come on. Amen. All right. Amen. So I'll say this again. Yes, there are times when we must discard passivity to become a wall against things that are not, that are unholy, unrighteous, and that bring fear or unhappiness. Yes, we must speak forth the word of God. The word of God is the instrument of peace for the Holy Spirit to use. Mm-hmm. Yes, saints, you can stop being a wallflower and open your mouth and release the word of God which you have been taught. Amen. You can do that. When your spouse comes to you with the neighborhood gossip, Instead of indulging in it or saying, I'm busy right now, 
Try this. Honey, this is sin. The tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. It defiles the whole body. It sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. I think that just shifted the focus in the conversation, don't you? Yes, saints, we are responsible before the throne of God for how we react and how we respond or fail to respond. Yes, we are responsible. Psalm 119, verse 165. Psalm 119, verse 165. Psalm 119. You know, some of us sit there and we let people tell us the most outrageous lies. And it's not that we're ignorant. We know they're lies. But we don't say a thing. You know, sometimes your silent consent is agreement. Uh-huh. That's right. Sometimes your silent consent is actually agreement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Psalm 119, verse 165, great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Praise God. When we sow the word of God into our hearts, it grows a harvest of peace with bumper crops with bumper crop. Yes, saints, freedom from disturbance or agitation within is ours as a gift from our Heavenly Father. Calm, repose, quiet, and tranquility are ours too. God desires for us to pray for the peace of the city township, or borough where we live so that we may have peace. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 7. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 7. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 7. And seek the peace of the city, whether I have caused you to be carried away captive. And pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. So if you live in a place where there's constantly a mess going on, the Bible says for you to pray to the Lord for peace in that place. Hmm. Really, Pastor? Seriously. First Timothy chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2, 1 Timothy chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. 1 Timothy chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplication, specific request, prayer, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that includes the mayor and the city council and 
whom are in the sheriff and whoever, 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 that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Wow. My goodness. He didn't just say peaceable. He said quiet, peaceable, in godliness and honesty. Hmm. Maybe we need to pray. Our peace has been bestowed upon us from God. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 7. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 7. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 7. I form the light. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. All right, I'll start at the beginning again. You look puzzled. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Well, how could he do this? Well, he created Satan. And he knew before he created him what ugliness he was going to do. But in God's wisdom of, see, God never looks at things the way we do. In God's wisdom of things, it has a right outworking at the end. He doesn't want robots. He wants people to choose him. But you've got to have a choice. Amen? John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14 and verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. My peace I give unto you. It's not that worldly stuff. It's not world peace. Don't let your heart be troubled and don't let it be afraid. Amen. Very good. This peace is a promise from God. Psalm 29, verse 11. Psalm 29, verse 11. Psalm 29, verse 11. Psalm 29, verse 11. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. And if they want it, if they choose to receive it. 
Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Flip over to Psalm 85, verse 8. Psalm 85 and verse 8. Psalm 85, verse 8. Mm. I will hear what God the Lord will speak. That's why you came to church. For he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. But let them not turn again to folly. No more foolishness. Mm-hmm. God will speak peace to his people and to his saints. However, that's the end of the foolishness. We've talked about that today. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 23. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 23. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 23. It's a great scripture. It's an absolutely great scripture. Peace be to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And nobody said, Lord, I receive that in Jesus' name. They'll get there, Lord. Let's try one more time. Peace be to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, see, that's better. They're doing better. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is in control, and we need to remember that. It's important to remember that. It's very important to remember everything that God said to us today. Why? Because he's expecting us to live it. He's expecting us. He has corrected us. He's told us what's right, what's wrong. The consequences, I mean, he's laid it all out. So we have no excuse for doing what we have been doing, right? Right. Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So if you want to get rid of your fragmented mind, the Holy Spirit says you're going to have to come to God yourself. Hot dog. Isn't that wonderful? I know you wanted me to stand here and pray this great prayer of deliverance for you. He just told me no. <laughs> yeah. He knows about you. He knows all about you. And he knows when you don't want to do something. <laughs> okay. Well, you got caught today. <laughs> Amen. Yes, you're going to have to go to God yourself. All right. I know you were waiting on me to say, okay, you got, you got your, your napkins and your tissues and your towels ready. 
Nah, that's not what he said. You're going to have to get on your happy little face before him yourself. Isn't that great? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So we take the shield of faith so that we can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Yes, Lord, because words that people speak go in his wounds. But you are our healer. You are our healer. We put on the helmet of salvation and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are the head and not the tail. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. You supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast down all imaginations and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. We thank you for divine help. Our minds will be healed as soon as we finish praying to you. Amen? Amen. (laughs) For you are our God who healeth all our diseases, and by your stripes we have been healed. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name, We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places in Jesus' name. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar, electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind all leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks. We bind all the psychic abilities of kundalini. We bind all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and all of their attacks, all passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits. We bind their attacks and all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing. All sonic audio weapons. Uh-huh. Thank you, Lord. 
and all the voices of the stranger in their attack. All targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons in their attack, all microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid, hypnotic trance devils in their attack, mystic rituals and their intent. Uh Uh-huh, we're binding on microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components, everything that we call outer space, all weaponry coming against us from outer space, from any orbit, from any planet, from any star, from any solar system, and from any station placed on a planet. We bind you, and we deflect your warring back to you in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the warfare that is done against us through surveillance. Surveillance of every type through the satellites, through the global position satellites. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ through the weather satellites, through the surveillance satellites. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Enable them to peer into our private lives, coming through the satellites, coming through our electronic and technological devices, even the devices of our electric companies. Even the technology at the mechanic, the car mechanic, even the technology they put in the new vehicles, and other such things. Coming through the cell towers, through our cell phones, and every electronic and technological device that we have access to. We bind you and we send it back in Jesus' name. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, force feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, Cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons, binding all drones sent against us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attack, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer and their attack, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic art, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, 
tribal groups, indigenous groups, coven, conclave, of witches, warlocks, witch doctors, globalists, wizards, regardless of their rank, order, and type. Queens of the coast. Cult. Every cult. And every cult that comes under the umbrella of the Illuminati. We bind you. We bind your agendas. We bind your practices. We bind your methodology. We bind your schemes. We bind your plans. We bind your intentions. And we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you and we give you praise. We put them into the spiritual cage and send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. Yes, we do. We bind low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his power to Jesus Christ. We bind every abomination that's been committed. We bind the power of the dog. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind the formations of bullflies and, in, and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own web. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We take authority, dominion, and power over it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the transference of evil spirits, amen, and we bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, in fact, destroy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind false flags. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name, the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapons, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, 
root work or sin against us, astral projection sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender or witchcraft, attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website and app, binding all abortions as a magical ritual, returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, hexes, and spells, returning all tribal witchcraft to the sender in Jesus' name. All witchcraft sent by witch doctors return to sender in Jesus' name. All Chaldean witchcraft return to sender in Jesus' name. All Spanish witchcraft returned in Jesus' name. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts, every act of sexual sin, bound in Jesus' name. Magic binding spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells. Binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering. Binding synchrony, binding and caging Poseidon and all underwater devils, and stripping them of their crowns and powers, transferring it to Jesus Christ. All power belongs to God. Binding all conjurations and summoning of demons. Binding Jewish black magic, mysticism, magic writing, magic artifacts. Binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, and potions. Thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions. The outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness and send you into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits. Rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and its 72. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness, send you into the spiritual cage, and to the feet of Jesus for judgment in Jesus' name. We undo the work.
of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, pact, and vow. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry. We bind the rituals of every secret society and all the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven, and we bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive. With the Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and everywhere for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those from January 6th and those who are being persecuted and some who were left behind in Afghanistan or somewhere else. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies and your right hand shall save us. We take authority, dominion, and power over any spirit that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred us, we bind you and command them to leave us now in Jesus' name. Any spirit coming through our cell phone or our computer or our tablet or however we connect with the Internet, we bind you and we send you back in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our vehicles, our, road, our method of transportation, even if it's walking in the blood of Jesus. And we take authority, dominion, and power over whatever comes into the road. We forbid it to cross our path in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you have already dispatched your angels ahead of us to protect us. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, while we're trying to rest dreams. In Jesus' name, any dream that Jesus didn't send, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, we command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, for your giant warrior angels protecting us and our property as we sleep and the bathroom as we preach the gospel. 
through the night and day, and we ask for a fiery wall of protection around us. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Lord, and we pull out all of those little funny pricks we keep getting, known as fiery darts and voodoo pins. We pull them out and send them back in Jesus' name. All fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, whatever it was, we hurl it back in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut, burn, and destroy all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy. Walls of protection around globalists, nanotechnology, shamans, saintness, wizards, warlocks, witch doctors, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, and liars. We break and destroy the powers of all of their charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, bewitchments, sorcery, voodoo, magic, potions, death spirits, mind control, sickness, torment, pain, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, incense and candle burning, chanting, incantations, ungodly blessings, root work, everything being sent our way that is not from Jesus Christ. We send it back. Tribal rituals and sins included. We thank you, Lord, for your protection over us. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. Oh, we thank you for the presence of your warring angels, your praising angels, the ministering spirits you have assigned to each of us, but most of all, your very presence, Lord. We thank you for your presence. We send back those spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, and constantly reminding us what somebody already did to us. It's over and it's under the blood. It's over and it's under the blood. It's over and it's under the blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We send back spirits of blindness, bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. We thank you, Lord, that if you can get them saved, we're in agreement. We thank you, Lord, that perhaps they will allow you to save them, and we're in agreement in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Help them to be free to repent. They need to, and we want them to. Amen? Amen. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We enjoyed this message, Lord. We, we, we figured out what we was doing wrong. Amen. We figured out what we were doing wrong. And now we know what not to do anymore. And now we know to come to you and get it fixed. Amen. Because you love us and you don't want to see that. That's not what you want for us. So now, say, rise for the benediction in the new year. Rise for the benediction in the new year. In the new year. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace in Jesus' name. And the saints said, Amen. Praise the Lord. Saints, Pastor loves you.
Thank you. Stay in agreement with Jesus. Amen? Stay in agreement with Jesus. Do his way. Don't keep holding those grudges. They get you into trouble. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Amen? Amen. Amen. And another thing. Don't go around with this little thing going on in your mind. This, this one of you I'm particularly thinking of right now, every time you get a chance, you get this idea that somebody's going to reject you. You need to beat that idea to death. You've been accepted in the beloved. The body of Christ has accepted you. God's not kicking you out of his kingdom. So who is being kicked out of where? Amen. Amen. So you can kick that demon out that keeps bringing that back to you. You need to stop him. You got it? Amen. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. You know who you are. You need to stomp him. Amen. And make sure he can't ever come back to you. Amen. Pastor loves you. Love one another. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.